Gamer Geeks. So handsome and fine, podcasts are blind. Hello you cunts and welcome to the first episode of a new series we are calling Gamer Geezer Shorts where we will be bringing you lists, reviews and rants of all things video games. And of course kicking off our very first episode of our fabulous new profane venture we are going to be talking about our top five driving games which I am buzzing for Alan. I've got to be honest, my list, I've just written Mario Kart 8 five times because I don't really play racing games so I'll do my list first, and yeah, Mario Kart 8, five times, fucking hilarious, I just, it, and it, the reason it's the greatest is just because it has produced, especially over lockdown, some of the greatest gaming moments for me as a, like, for multiplayer games, there was moments where, you know, we've got my whole family involved, we're playing it over, you know, online on the Switch, my brother... <laughs> especially hilarious well we said we should we we really said we should have been streaming it because my brother he's like he's very very he's like high stressed he has a lot of anxiety but he also can flip out flip out really really easily so he we were playing with his wife and he, he was a, he was ahead he, he was winning for the first time he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then his wife clatter or his girlfriend clatters him with one of those red skulls and you just hear him go you treacherous whore <laughs> And then you hear her in the back going, stop talking to me like shit. Almost in tears. Nearly broke up the whole family. And for that reason, it was fucking hilarious. Have you ever played that game, Chris? Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, to be honest, I don't have too much exposure to Mario Kart 8, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've yeah, not owned a Switch. So, and I think it was, was it, was it on the Wii U as well, which like literally nobody had because it was a piece of trash? No, 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 that was the one. Oh, it might have been, but um, they, they, it was for the Switch. It was the first one that came out for the Switch. Yeah, or yeah, they yeah. had eight Deluxe, so they might have deluxe, brought it out yeah. for, the, for, the, for the Wii U. Yeah, so I was actually talking about Deluxe. And I fucking loved it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, mate, having that as a top five all the way through, Sage, mate, said you can't beat a bit of Mario Kart, mate. And yeah, it's literally like the virtual monopoly, isn't it, in terms of racing games. It enrages you. But you say about like the red, what was it, the red shell you said, like kicked off your um, your brother. Yeah, it's like his missus yeah. clattered him with a red shell. He was first for the first time ever. And he flew into a murderous rage. Oh, mate. Okay, see, you say about the red shell, right, being like the most or a rageful aspect of that, but nothing, and I mean nothing, in the gaming world is more infuriating than the blue shell when you are leagues in front. When you are dominating and you're basically just sitting there cock out, masturbating, laughing to yourself because you can, just because you can, because you're that far in front that you can just sit and relax and, and, and have a quick wank like while you're cruising to the finish line and then all of a sudden some degenerate prick decides to blast you with a blue shell which is just unblockable I don't know what it's like in Mario Kart 8 if it's, it's the, the same. same and it's you know what I, I actually love that about Mario Kart because it means even absolute spastics can win the game oh fuck's sake <laughs> so you know which brings people like my brother who is a video game spastic if I'm being honest oh you can't say that anymore can you he's a video game scope <laughs> what I've, I've never heard that, so I can't, I can't cringe at that. You know, so, you know, there's a little history lesson, not really about video games, but the term spastic was a, it was, there was an organization that helped disabled people. People used it as a slur. So then the word spastic, uh, you're not allowed to say that anymore. And they changed their organization, organization to scope. So now I'm trying to use the word scope as a, as a slur. 
Oh right, so so, so now you're kicking off a whole new era of yeah. <laughs> of, of slurs exactly. by by using people who are trying to do good in this world exactly and turning them into another slur. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so my list is done. Let's move on to your wonderful illustrious list, Mr. Chris. I've been waiting for this moment my whole fucking life. Okay, so first and foremost, I need to give a big old shout out on my list to Gran Turismo. I'm not going to specify which one, purely because I never actually got too involved with Gran Turismo. Um, is this number five or is this number one? Th- this or is there is no th- particular order? Th- there's no particular... Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, there's no particular order okay. to mine. Okay. I'm just going to list my just, just my top five in, in any order. Okay. Um, no, do you know what? I will do a number one, but I'll do that at the end. Okay, All right? okay, okay. So the the ones, so two to four, five is no particular order. Exactly. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So first and foremost, Gran Turismo. You cannot deny the absolute. Um, what what what's the right word? Uh, influence the influence that Gran Turismo has had on not just the the you know sort of racing game world, but the video gaming world as a whole. It has been a staple since the early days of the PS1. I do remember losing many nights to the was it number to the first one, first one and the third one. I love them all. I did. So, what do you think about this with uh, G, uh, Gran Turismo? I don't know if they're still using it, but the licenses you couldn't race unless you had a license. And I was a kid, so I was fucking shit, and I couldn't really ever get anything more than like the C license. I love or it. Whatever the first one was, are they still doing that? Uh, see, the thing is, I need to get Gran Turismo 7, and it's been on my list for for a little while, but I've got a backlog of all sorts of video games that I need to play. Being a racer myself and having a bit of a sim sim racing setup, you know, I, I, I need to I need to get my hands on it to, to have a go on it, and it looks fantastic. And I think it is. I think it is the case with the, with the licenses still, but I love that aspect. I love the aspect yeah. of, you know, moving up the ranks of racing, but you need those licenses appropriate for that yeah. class of racing I, I to did, do it. I, did, I love the idea, but because I was a kid, I was just shit, and it just locked me out a lot of the game. Yeah. But maybe as an adult, it would be different. I don't know. Yeah, but there, there we go. I've, I've said my piece on Gran Turismo, so we can fuck that one off and move on to the next. next. Uh, so, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to now talk about the next one and it's going to be in line with your one, uh, Mario Kart. Yep. But it, for me, it's Mario Kart 64 specifically. Okay. I, 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 uh, I, do, I have played that one, but as, you know, I didn't play it when it came out. It wasn't like, so I haven't got that nostalgia. To me, this is like, when I played it, it was just like, like a shit Mario Kart. I, I still enjoyed it. still enjoy it, but it's not like playing those SNES Mario Karts, which are now unplayable for me yeah i totally agree on the snes mario karts like the, the original mario kart on the snes was just it was it was so weird it was so weird like i played it again like well after it had come out and that um and it was basically a retro game when i when i like you know played it and it was so weird where you were just driving on these really weird flat 2d surfaces yeah. and it was so disorientating yeah. it but was just odd but 64 is um what what makes that great for you uh, I think you said it. To be honest, for me, it's nostalgia because I right. like the N sixty four was my first console. It wasn't my first console. The Master System was my first console, but and the N sixty four was my second. But the N sixty four was the console where I first started truly appreciating video games for what they were. And yeah. Mario Kart sixty four was just like so good to me. It was just incredible. Like going around all these, like driving, like racing around all these, like cool different adventure style themed tracks in little go-karts was just wicked and throwing stuff at people so it was nostalgia to me and it was like a huge thing for me as a kid um and then growing up i don't know why but i just never really found 
that same magic as yeah. it were with other Mario Kart fair games. Enough. So nostalgia, fair enough. We we should uh we we should play number eight. A big group of us. We'll have a little night in, boy, get a girls' night in, and we'll play Mario Kart. We we'll see if we can change your mind. Yeah, mate. We'll get some cocktails going, some mani pedis, get some Mario uh, Mario Kart eight going. It'll, it'll yeah. be great, mate. Talk it'll about boys. Yeah. Practice kissing for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. What's the number three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. So this one, um, there's a couple of aspects to this one aside from nostalgia. Um, it's the Wipeout series. Or oh. yeah. So um, oh mate, honestly, dating back to what was it, late nineties, early two thousands, Wipeout on the PS one. Yeah, that's the only one I I played that one and the one they released on the PS four and I thought it was shit. Yeah. 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 I agree, mate. Yeah. So I think it was Wipeout Omega they did on the PS four and I agree, it just didn't like have the same sort of feeling as the originals, which. In the originals, it was like it was built for its time, yeah. With like all that early to like late nineties, early two thousands techno. Like yeah, the soundtrack was wicked. It had um, what is that song? Oh, Keith. oh. Madonna. No, um, you can't. Madonna. <laughs> or is that Duran Duran? Hungry like the wolf. No, it's um. Keith Flint. Uh, oh, Prodigy. 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 Had a, had the Prodigy on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. wicked, yeah. I mean, that's what I re- that really sticks out. You know, a good soundtrack really makes a video game. Like, Tony yeah. Hawk's wouldn't be what it was without that banging, you know, noughties punk rock oh, soundtrack. Mate, every time I think of Tony Hawk's, the first thing that springs to mind is Gorilla Radio. Yeah. yeah. First thing that springs to mind, a bit of Rage Against Machine, you know. Lights out, Gorilla Rodeo. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, it's unreal, mate. So, um, yeah, it's big, big part of Wipeout for me was the soundtrack, the really fast-paced, out, out of this world racing that really tested your reflexes to the max. It was like, you know, revolutionary for its time. So I've said my piece on that. I'm going to swiftly move forward because I'm very conscious that this is a short and I'm not talking about our penises. Um, <laughs> so moving on, we, uh, my next one is, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Need for Speed, Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Okay, so I played Underground. Yeah. And I was like, it was when the first first, the first Fast and Furious film came out. So I had like a boner for like spoilers and body kits. And I used to buy those car magazines. I couldn't give a shit about cars now. So I love that. But what what is different about Most Wanted? Well, th- th- this is the issue. And this is where I'm probably getting crucified by the little fanboys. Out there. They're like, you fucking mug. How, how, how would you like look over Need for Speed Underground 2? And like, and it's, it's not that I'm overlooking it. It's just I wasn't fortunate fortunate enough to own it at the time. I didn't have a PS2 at the time when that was the, the one that was out. I got a PS2 when Most Wanted was out. I was a bit, I was a bit delayed there because uh. I had a bit of a rageful gaming youth so i used to chew through playstations like <laughs> lot like alex ferguson through gum but um <laughs> are you right over yeah. there alan yeah you you were always uh you're a bit of a hothead i remember when we were we we're co-oping on dark souls i just would think oh i was honestly ready to call the police because i was convinced you were going to go cave your wife's head in because <laughs> <laughs> you got smoked <laughs> On Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I hope Lou's okay. Chris lost again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, okay, for anyone out there, just throwing it out there, if anyone's going to cave anyone's head in, it's probably Lou going to cave my head in. So let, 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 yeah. let's, let's just make that abundantly clear. I know that now. <laughs> um, also, she wouldn't do that. So anyway, moving on. 
Okay, so well, oh no, sorry, not moving on yet because I haven't said my piece about what were we talking about? Most wanted. Okay, <laughs> so we, we we digress. So Need for Speed Most Wanted. So I dove into it and I got like a my first whiff of the Need for Speed franchise and what it was about. And quite like like Alan said, you know, around that sort of era. I mean, Most Wanted was a little bit after the first Fast and the Furious movie, um, a few years, and it was the the whole doing up your you know your car your. BMW M3 gets nicked, basically. It had a story. Yeah. So it was oh. like the blacklist. It was the blacklist. So basically, like, you, you street race this dude, but your oil line gets cut by one of them. I don't know if it's like the driver or his missus or something, or one of his mates, but your oil line gets cut or your fuel line. So, like, you couldn't physically win the race, and it was for pink slips, and this was right at the start. So oh, he right. wins your BMW, your iconic BMW M3 off you. This is what made the M3, like, mad iconic, I think. So... Um, and then basically you 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 work your way up from like a fucking Nissan Sunny or something ridiculous. Oh, like, right, I didn't know like that. So the first one that had a storyline because I me- I did play one that had a storyline which was free on PlayStation. Yeah, I thought it was dog, proper dog shit. But then again, it could be just you know different brain now. And I was maybe ex- you know so jaded with Fast and Furious fucking memes. I don't know. Nah, not honestly, like nowadays, like they just haven't like they they don't have the same customizable. You you can't really it's it's not the same vibe anymore. They could recreate it, but they just don't, and I don't understand why. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, anyway. So yeah, I love that, and I love working your way up through the blacklist of races to finally get to the prick who basically stole your M three. Anyway, so that was great. Moving on Sounds now good. to so that's four. So moving on to my number. So we're one. on the number one. Oh, here we go. Can't wait to hear it. So number one for me, and I think it's going to be no surprise to you, Alan, or anyone that knows me. Is a Formula One game. Oh, uh, yeah. Which one? Or just a f- series? Uh, no. So, for me specifically, it's F1 2019. Okay. So, and the reason for that is F1 2019 is the first F1 game that I properly, properly got heavily involved in. I'm a huge, huge Formula One fan. Massive Formula One fan. I absolutely love it. Going on my honeymoon to the Singapore Grand Prix. That's how much I love that, it. Hang on a minute. Are you serious? That's what your honeymoon is? You're going to... Amongst other things, but yeah, our first stop is Singapore to go to the Grand Prix, wow. Singapore Grand Prix next Mate, month. Yeah, that is gangster. Give it, to, give it to Chris there. He's convinced the missus to go to the Grand Prix for Mate, a honeymoon. It was her idea. What? Mate, how lucky am I? Mate. Married the right bird. Anyway, so I'm that much of a Formula One head and, and so is the missus. But anyway, so I've got my, my racing set up with like a customised McLaren F1 wheel and everything. And um, oh, Yeah, I, I had a go on that. And I tell you now, people, with all the, the assists turned off, if you could believe this, I um, I crashed multiple times on the first straight. I couldn't even get to the first corner. I lost control of the car and just T-boned it. It was like I was playing Mario Kart and I was shit. <laughs> it's like Mario Kart with severe disabilities is how I played <laughs> that, that Formula One game on that chair with all the assists turned off. It's brutally hard. It's, it's not easy, mate. It's not easy at all. Fair um, play to you for being good at that. Oh, mate, you get used to it after a little while. And I mean, to be honest, I'm still utter dog shit on no assists and I've been playing for years now. But I think the biggest thing for me was the community aspect of F1 2019. I got involved in a league racing uh, community called Rapid Pixel Racing. Mm-hmm. Check them out online. They're, they've got a YouTube channel. They're ace, mate. Um, and with that community... It was just so welcoming, like, you know, a great 
bunch of guys who are really there to like kind of help you, teach you how to play the game as effectively as possible. As, as possible. Um, and it was just like a great experience to be in. And like that for me was the biggest thing about putting F1 2019 up at the top spot for me. Uh, there were also other things as well. I found the handling much more friendly, like the handling model in F1 2019 was much more friendly than the the later ones, like F1 2020, 21. Um, I haven't played 22 yet, but... And, of course, you had the classic cars in F1 2019 as well, so that was a touch, and they kind of removed those in the later game. So that is pretty much my list to a T. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Game of Geezer's top five racing games of all time. Now, let me put put this to you, Chris. What do you think about this? Idea for a new racing game. If you're listening EA or whoever the fuck makes racing games... I pitch this to you. It's a racing game. It's a boat racing game. Oh, yes. It's called Escape from Epstein Island. Oh, no. (laughs) You play a teenage girl and you you, you can have it like, say, like four of you. Maybe it could be one of those isometric games where one one person plays Epstein. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got four teenage girls all in your separate boats. You're trying to escape Epstein Island. And you've got uh, the, the one player playing as Epstein has to recapture all these girls and bring them back to the island. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. But Epstein has like abilities, right? So you, yeah. <laughs> Epstein has abilities like he, he summons Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're listening, any developers make that game. <laughs> Hashtag escape, escape from Epstein Island. <laughs> Thank you very much and goodbye. We love you. Take care, guys. Those gamer geese, so handsome and fine. Podcast supplies.